This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Michael K Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. The Michael K Show. I should give Michael credit for this. Everything turned around for me when he turned me on the boxer briefs. Really? He was was born tidy whities. All the poor decisions, Peter, started with tidy whities. That's and when you, point. I'm just telling anybody out there, because I'm going to be your friend. If you go, the first thing you do when you get out of the shower, you dry yourself off. If you go to the drawer and you pull out tidy whities, every decision you make the rest of the day will be a poor one. But the boxer briefs was a turnaround. Now I'm, I'm styling, and now every decision after that was a better decision. So thank you, Michael. You're welcome. Let's start, let's talk a little bit about the Giants. <laughs> All right, if you want to, the Michael K Show. On 98.7 ESPN. What an interesting first hour. A lot of things uncovered. A lot. A lot to unpack. Especially with boxer briefs. Um, You know, one quick aside. You know, Jody does have her very own Benanti. Really? Yeah, it's Paul Rudd. Like one of her gifts for Christmas, I got her a Paul Rudd coffee mug. Interesting. For lunch today, I sat down and watched uh, I Love You, Man. That just happened to be on, so I watched it for like a half hour. Yeah, I, I ran into Rudd in New York before. She could run into him. It could happen. That's funny because whenever Rudd's on TV, Charlie goes, there's the guy mommy likes more than daddy. Well, he'll learn over time it's not just his mommy. Many people's mommies like him more than daddy. That's Paul <laughs> he, Rudd for He's God's a sake. guy who never ages. He looks the I, same now as he did 30 years ago. By the it's way, it, that's... It's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a tough day. The day that we see Rudd and he looks like a different Old. guy, yeah. that's, that, that's one when I might pack it in. So a lot of, lot of your life is, is connected to Rudd's looks. I don't know why. I mean, I'm not even an obsessive fan or anything, but like he, I just think of him going all the way back to Clueless. He looks basically the yeah, same as then. It is. It, it, him and um, uh, Ralph Macchio. Ma, you know what? It's true. Macchio, Macchio really does look the same. Well, he is a karate man now. He's not exactly a kid anymore. He, he is the karate man. Yeah, but, but right. we're talking 40 years. So there, he's aged, but not 40 years of age. Like, it just feels like he's maybe looks he's aged 10 years in those 40. You know who didn't age over a 40-year period? Hmm. George Burns. He looked the same when he was 60 as he did at 100. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, from 60 on, but he looked old at 60. Yeah. But then he maintained um, let's talk Pakoda, shall we? Because okay. there's a lot of unhappy Yankee fans the way they feel that this offseason has gone, that the Yankees didn't do enough. Well, Pakoda is a projection system from baseball prospectus. And it's startling. Don and I have spoken about this a lot. It's startling how accurate they are most of the time. They get it wrong. They do get it wrong. But they're so accurate it's kind of scary. 
So they take the moves you made, they take the, the, the team that you're going to run out there, and they project how many wins they think you're going to have. Now remember, the Yankees won 82 games last year. Not mm-hmm. a good year. Pakoda has projected, and Pakoda is, is connected with baseball reference. Um, well, baseball prospectus, I'm sorry. They have the Yankees winning 94.4 games. Makes sense. But but does it? Because the second team in the AL East, they have the Toronto Blue Jays at 88.2. Then they have the Orioles at 86.6. Hmm. So tell me, a, a, a team that won 101 games last year has gotten Corbin Burns. They replaced the injured Bautista with Craig Kimbrell, who might go to the Hall of Fame one day. How, Don, explain to me well, how they lost 15 wins without doing anything wrong. Well, the- well, that I can't. I, I could explain the Yankees being 12 wins better because they went out and got Juan Soto, and you figure Judge stays healthy. They can easily win 12 more games than they did last year. True. But, Michael, they probably win 94 if Judge doesn't get hurt. Or maybe 90. So, if the Yankees stay healthy last year, they're at least a 90-win team. Now you add Juan Soto. He's got to help for another four. And... I, I think that they're in pretty good shape from there. Now, I can't explain why the Orioles would take a step back. Does Pakoda factor in having a target on their back? Where well, they're maybe not they surprise just thought they overachieved last year. Yeah, so I don't know how it works as far as it's just strictly by the numbers, or do they factor in that now they're not going to surprise anybody? I would think analytics don't look at it that way. But that's the way I would look and say, okay, now you're the target. That now everybody is not, now you're not the little engine that could now you are going to be looked upon as the favorite and that's a that's a major cross to bear. I saw it happen with the Devils in the NHL. Everybody's got to win in the Stanley Cup. Everybody's got to take a next step. They might need to make the playoffs this year because it's a young team that just couldn't live up to the expectations and things started to fall apart. They didn't catch breaks and now they may not make the playoffs. Maybe that can happen to Baltimore. We've seen teams take a huge step forward only to take a step back to eventually take two steps forward. But I don't know if analytics look at it that way. Because you can't tell me by the numbers that they're a team that's going to take a step back. I don't think I don't think they will. Even, you know, Aaron Boone over the weekend, when he was told the Orioles got Corbin Burns, he said, well, that's going to be a problem. I mean, the Yankees know that the Orioles are really, really yeah. good. So the Yankees at 94.4, and the only team in the American League that are projected to win more games than the Yankees is the Astros at 95 even. So it's it's a virtual tie. Uh, they have the, the world champion Rangers dropping 86 wins. Uh, Toronto at 88 wins. They have Minnesota winning the Central at 88 wins. Cleveland's next at 83.4. What do you think they have the Mets winning, Don? I don't know if you, uh, you saw that. I haven't seen it. I would say 82, 80, I'll go 81. They are. They have the Mets at eighty three point six, finishing okay. third in the East. Okay. The only teams that they have winning a hundred or more games, um, the Atlanta Braves at a hundred point seven, and the LA Dodgers at one hundred one point one, which is a good station too. Um, St. Louis wins the Central at eighty five point five. Everybody else in the Central, according to Pakoda, will be under five hundred. Philadelphia is second at eighty four point three. They only have the. The, the, the Phillies, less than a win more than the Mets. The Miami Marlins, 80.3. Washington at 57.9. But all the Yankee fans that complain they didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. What did you want them to do? They were in on Yamamoto. Is it their fault they didn't get him? 
The, uh, uh, is it? I'm, I'm, I'm asking. Should they have gone? No, I don't think they could deeper, have gotten. deeper into the pocket. All right. No, um, I don't think. I think he was he was dead set on going to. LA. Okay, Otani. They never I think a, he, they, they, he wasn't going to the East Coast. He didn't go the first time. All right. Well, Bellinger's still out there if you want to go there. They went out and traded for Juan Soto. I mean, so. And they so, made an offer for Blake Snell at $30 million a year. He turned it down. Right. So I, I really, like, like the Yankee fans so sensitive about, like, buying a championship. But that's what you're asking them to go do. Like, they made a shrewd move to get Soto. It's a risk because he might be gone at the end of the year. But you still went out and you did it. You used some of the prospects to be able to get him. And now you you didn't go out and buy Yamamoto. You didn't go out and buy Otani. Not because you didn't try, but because they chose to go other places. I, what else are you supposed to do? So that's the only way the Yankees can win, Michael? Is that they go out and they, and they go out and buy the best free agents. It's funny, though, Don. If they had gone out and Juan Soto was a free agent and they got him, Pete would be, like, doing cartwheels in the streets. So they made a trade for him. Well, it doesn't mean they're going to have him for a long-term contract, yeah. but they have him for this year, right? But I don't, I, I don't think they'd be doing cartwheels if they signed him to a one-year contract. Well, so why in not? essence, that's what they did because you, you know you don't know if you're going to be able to. But you still keep added him to the 2024 season, I, so you're trying to win in 2024. I, I just, especially as a Met fan, where the Mets, you know, did a lot of ancillary things, they didn't do it, they didn't make a big splash. That the Yankees did nothing except go out and trade for one of the best players in baseball. I, I, I it's what do you want? Like the two guys they didn't get, two biggest free agents just didn't want to come here, and I and I know the Yankees have are sitting on a boatload of cash, but I never think it's a good policy to overpay to convince somebody to come here when they don't want to come here. So they were in on it, didn't come through. I, I don't know if Bellinger would be a good signing, Michael, for for the money you have to pay. Would Snell have been good money if they would have got to give him forty million dollars a year? Oh, he wants two. Ah. He wants. He wants. Over thirty million a year for seven years. He wants over two hundred and ten million. So I think that's good business to say no to that. Yeah, and he hasn't gotten it from anybody else, right? Uh, so I, I I would really like to ask Yankee fans, what do you want? You won eighty two games last year. Didn't have Judge for most of the year. Didn't have didn't have Rizzo for most of the year. Didn't have Rizzo for for didn't have for the Trevino close of the for most of the year. Trevino was hurt. Cortez Rodon was hurt. Was missed Rodon. the first half of the season. Now, now, Nesta Cortez missed most of the season. Now there's obviously things to be concerned about. It's not a slam dunk. That's I guess what you want. You want a team that is clearly better than everybody else, and that's going to win the division by twenty games and win the championship. All right, everybody wants that. But sometimes that doesn't work out. Everybody but, thought the Mets were that team. Right, we we you know, and you know these super teams and spending a boatload of money. It just they, they went out and traded for one of the best players in baseball, and they're going to have guys coming back. You hope to have a full year of Rizzo. Hope to have a full year of Judge. You get some starting pitching back, and hey, listen, it's going to be competitive. I'm sorry, it's not like it was a few years ago, Michael, where it was a fait accompli. They're going to win the division. It's a good division, but I still. You know, this. You know, obviously, analytically, they're looked upon as the best team in the division. We'll see if that turns out to be. But we live in a world now where there's a lot of teams that can compete with the Yankees financially. And now it comes down to the actual, you know, brains of the operation to make it work. The way sports are supposed to be, by the way. Like, I, I love the whole idea. Well, let's go out and buy all the best players. Well, doesn't that kind of take the fun out of sports? It shouldn't it be. 
if I've got the best manager, if I've got the best general manager, I make the best moves, I'm going to win. Not, well, I have more money than everybody else, so I should spend the most money than everybody else, and I should automatically win the championship. Well, you don't think it would be fun for the Dodgers if they won a championship and they spent over a billion dollars this year? Well, you just made a great point, too. That then Natty doesn't even guarantee anything. You can go out there and spend all the money in the world like the Dodgers do basically every single year and have one COVID championship since 1988. And I'm sorry, Dodger fans. It doesn't age well when you had 60 games in a regular season. Don't want to, we're not taking the championship away, but to call it a COVID championship is being kind. You won the championship, but it, it's not going to be measured up to the other championships that have been won. And that's the only one that you have. So it, it doesn't guarantee anything, but you still have a very good team that should be better. Now, Pocota's not always right. Last year, they projected the Mets with 96 wins. That didn't turn out. They projected the Yankees with 98, and that didn't turn out. And the Orioles were projected at 74 and 88. They won 101 games. So infallible? Absolutely not infallible. But that's the way the numbers crunch. They think the Yankees will have the second most wins in the American League and the most in the American League East. And and that's and, and that's fair and maybe it doesn't work out because you can't you know you factor in injuries and ineffectiveness and things that you just can't that the numbers can't quantify, but you're coming off an 82 and 80 season which is considered horrible, but still finished above 500, and it's not like there weren't reasons why. I, I think there's some holes in this team, Michael, that needed to get filled out. Because it wasn't just injuries. They were very average for a long period of time from the middle of last year to the middle of this year that didn't have all to do with injuries. But if you give me a healthy judge, you give me a healthy Rizzo, Rodon plays to the back of his baseball card, Cortez comes back and he's healthy, Juan Soto has a monster year in his walk year, Tell me how the Yankees aren't markedly better than they were last year. I mean, all those things are possible, but those are all a lot of, those are a lot of ifs that you hope go right. Yep, over the last absolutely. few years have not. Let's go to Nico in Pennsylvania. Nico, talk to us. How's it going? Um, so Blake Snell has zero free agency market right now. Yep. And uh, it's obvious that he's not getting the $270 million that he wants. And the Yankees have the only known contract offer on the table, and pitchers and catchers report in like a week or so. Is I don't think Blake it's on the Snell table anymore, Nico. Settle? I don't think oh, it's, it's not on, on the, the ta- table anymore. No, once they he turned it down, they moved on the Stroman, so they're not willing to spend $30 million a year on him now. So where do you think Blake Snell's going to end up? You know what, Nico? It's a great question. Uh, Boris is very patient. Maybe a big-time pitcher blows his arm out at the beginning of spring training. He's not going to rush it and get him to anybody. But the thing the thing that Boris, to me, and, and people that listen to the show know how I feel about Boris. I think he's great. Um, I think he's overvaluing him. Because all of the guys that are left out there, they have warts. Blake Snell won two Cy Young Awards. Look at the years between the two Cy Young Awards. Look at them. Even while winning a Cy Young Award, he averages 5.1 um, innings per start. Same thing with Bellinger. Bellinger, MVP with the Dodgers, great year with the Cubs. The years in between, the Dodgers released him. They released him. The, the guy who has the least yeah. amount of warts would be Jordan Montgomery and the Yankees. Tra- they, ne- they never thought that Jordan Montgomery was a pitcher that he, he, he helped the Rangers win the World Series. Obviously, they didn't. They traded away a left-handed, homegrown starter. I don't think $30 million a year for Jordan Montgomery is going to happen. So I, I think that a lot of these guys, you can ask for anything, but so far, nobody's biting. No, and well, the, the Yankees' first spring training game is 19 days away, and they report next week. So... 
teams, I think, are not going to make those big additions unless somebody breaks down early in camp. Maybe Boris has to reevaluate how he does business. Because it sounds to me, Michael, like he always operated under the assumption there's always one dumb owner or several. That might not be the case anymore. You saw what happened with the Padres. These owners that are all old and want to win, they die off. The analytical world is kind of changing where a lot of teams are just wising up to, I don't have to spend you know, stupid money out of desperation like I used to back in the day. And then the big guns are, you know, the Yankees are obviously a little bit more fiscally responsible than they were, you know, 10, 15 years ago. You know, the Boston Red Sox are in disarray right now. You know, so are the Mets as far as like how they got burned by spending the big money in free agency last year. So maybe, you know, counting on that one dumb owner, Michael, maybe it ran dry. Well, that the owners have kind of wised up a bit when it comes to certain players. If I'm Pete Alonso, I need to really reevaluate too. Am I going to get the money that I'm going to command on the open market next year, even if I have a big season? And also what's killing this market, Don, the Dodgers are out. They spent mm-hmm. a billion dollars. There's no spot for them to land there. The Yankees are out. The Mets seem like they're very content with Vientos as a DH and you know a very questionable rotation. They're right. not spending the money. So all the teams that have a lot of money, Texas is doubting what kind of money it's going to have with the new television contract. So it's not yeah, spending a lot of money. Houston's not spending a lot. See, so who's spending this money for Blake Snell? You just hit on a lot with the regionals being in the trouble that they're in. That's a big source of revenue. There was always a lock back in the day. And, and I, I just, as much as we knock the analytic world, Michael, when you go by these numbers and you live by them like a religion, that sometimes these, these teams just aren't going to spend. Now, there's always going to be that one guy, we're like, well, you really signed for that kind of money. But these small market teams, you saw what happened with, with Junior. They're locking these guys up early. I just think they're, they're wising up. And if I'm Scott Boris, I've got to reevaluate, Michael, because this is not the first time he's had a client that, that, that doesn't get signed. Happened with Conforto. Now, he was coming off an injury, but you know it's not the first time that he sat there and his client's been holding the bag in spring training starting, and that bag didn't get filled up with cash. But most of the time, it works out. I mean, the, the Spike Owen thing didn't work. But I, I hear what you're saying, and the market has changed a little bit, so we'll see. Also, some interesting news for baseball. Um, the mayor of Las Vegas... Carolyn Goodman told Front Office Sports today on a podcast that the athletic stadium plan, quote, does not make sense, does not make sense, and the team should figure out a way to stay in Oakland. This is the mayor of Vegas. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't that unbelievable, Peter? I mean, the the plan, they're moving to Vegas. Well, maybe they're not. The, The land is the Tropicana Hotel, which they're tearing down, and the mayor said it just doesn't make sense. Also, their lease is up at the end of this year. Where are they playing? Are they playing in the giant stadium? Because they haven't even broken ground yet for the stadium in Vegas. And the mayor's saying, listen, go somewhere else. That's fascinating. Very odd. Artie and Fairlawn. Artie. Hey, what's up, guys? Fan. How you doing? You guys are amazing. I'm doing great. I'm even doing better after that. When you talk to Laura... Bonetti, what's her name? That was like unbelievable. I loved it. I love your show. That was like so out of the out of the blue. <laughs> I'll say thank and, you. And, and can I tell you one thing, Mike? Yeah. You look, first of all, you look younger since you got married to Jody. Wow. Second of all, one of the best days of my life. Unfortunately, the Yankees were not in the playoffs. So I came in the first wild card weekend, and you're doing the wild card game after 20 years of not doing a Yankee playoff game. That was fun. That was in 95, absolutely. And, uh, 
The, the electricity it, in that ballpark was unbelievable. It, you know, it, it's amazing. I can't believe it. I said, no way. That's Michael and Ava? God bless you guys. I love your oh, show. Thanks, man. Thank thanks. you, man. I appreciate love it. Love it, man. Thank you. Um, let's go to James in Westchester. James. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. How you doing? Um, yeah, I was going to talk about the Knicks, but, you know, I'm going to leave this short and sweet. I want to talk about the Michael K. theme song, which this is a New York sports show. All right. And it needs swag. And you uh, might want to... Right, thanks you. for the call, right, James. Thank you for the and, call. Uh, and we really, because I didn't have enough moron today, you filled my quota. It's unbelievable. I mean, they, they, they have an actual line from Neanderthalville. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice to people I, I, out there. That I was excited. To I was excited to rip the song, and then he just ruined. Yeah. But I'm guessing well, it got dumped, so no one knows what we're talking about. Well, I think they saw it on television. And no, no, they, they're on delay now. Too. Oh, good. Oh, welcome. So to no the one heard. First century. Exactly. No so we can just heard. all keep going. No, but it was a Neanderthal comment. Just, we'll just leave it at that. Hey, um, we have um, we have uh, Mr. Right. Oh no! Is this the end? Pugh? Is it my, oh, Don? Is Justin it happening? Pugh. But we have Justin Pugh next. Yeah, four thirty. Yeah. So let's look forward to that. Looking for a a super offer for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into two hundred instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings same game parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. String together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Mahomes or Purdy? Kelsey or Kittle? You decide. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code EMPIRE. The crown is yours. You must be 21 plus, physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text OpenY467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Justin Pugh, one of the uh, the bright spots of the Giants, went right from the couch to the, uh, the Giant offensive line, did a really, really good job. And uh, obviously he... Uh, He's a free agent now. Whether he wants to play or not, where he's going to go after that, well, that's all up for questioning. And uh, he's nice enough to join us now. Justin, it's Michael, John, and Peter. How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? We're doing very, very well. Uh, what was it like, couch to playing? I mean, were you prepared to play? Did you think you'd get that phone call? How difficult was it? Physically, I wasn't sure if I was able to play. That was part of the reason why I came on to the practice squad. It was to find out if I can physically play. I got two practices under my belt. I didn't know the offense <laughs> as well as I would have liked. But going out there, I, I asked my teammate to the right, Mark Lewinsky, what the play was. And, you know, for, for the majority of my 11 careers, a run the inside zone is an inside zone. It may be called something different. So it wasn't as prepared as I've been in the past, but obviously Sunday night football, playing for the New York Gi- Giants, what can go wrong? And then, and then you graded out as like their best offensive lineman after that game. <laughs> That's incredible. Maybe I should play more games where I have no idea what the playbook is and I'll, <laughs> I'll do a better job. So what's 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 in the future for you? Do you want to come back? I mean, do you, you know, you, is the couch in your rearview mirror? Do you want to play again? Um, yeah, I, I definitely think I want to play. It's The Giants have a lot of things to unfold. Obviously, you guys saw we, we hired a defensive coordinator today. You have the Saquon Barkley situation, how that's going to all unfold, the six overall pick. There's a lot of different things that probably are higher up in the totem pole than, than Justin Pugh and his contract. But I think I proved to the Giants um, my versatility, my durability. I know people had a lot of knock against me not being able to go out there and, and play a full season. So in year 11, going out there and getting all 12 games under my belt, um, so I accomplished every goal that I wanted to with the New York Giants this year. So if they want to have me back, I, I would love to be back. And what situation do you think they're in? Because we're talking about a team that I think if they come back healthy can get back to the were a couple of years ago. But so many questions about quarterback. Where do you think the Giants stand going into 2024? Yeah, I mean, obviously the quarterback is the main position everyone focuses on, and Daniel got the the big contract, so the pressure came with it. Um, I don't think this year was a fair assessment of his play. There obviously a lot of things didn't go the way for the entire team. The offensive line, I wouldn't have been there if the offensive line didn't have injuries across the board. And you look at your left tackle, who's the best, one of the best players in the team, and Andrew Thomas, and he was battling injuries all year long. So I think it wasn't as much of a fair assessment of the team. Sometimes the NFL goes that way. We lost a lot of close games this year. You look at the Bills game. You look at the Jets game. Uh, we lost those games. They won the year before. So I think with a great offseason, the Giants can get right back into the playoff mix. You know, we keep hearing, Justin, we're talking with Justin Pugh here on the Michael K. Show. We keep hearing about, you know, it, it wasn't all you know smooth sailing behind the scenes that there was some um, you know, knocking of heads between offensive uh, coordinators and defensive coordinators. Did you sense that at all, Justin? I never sensed it. But what I do know is you don't get along with everybody you work with. You guys can look around the studio right now, and I'm sure there's some people that you, you'd rather go to lunch with than others. And, and maybe that's not the case. But in football, you have a lot of personalities, a lot of strong-willed individuals, and sometimes things aren't always going to go the way you want. But it's a business. We're all here to do a job. And clearly there was a parting of ways after the season. Um, but it never affected the team. We never felt that once. 
the offense and defense, we all kind of you operate in your own silos and offensive line even more drilled down. And so I never saw it, never felt it. I don't think it, it impacted the team whatsoever. Can you, Justin, can you tell us a little bit about Saquon Barkley, the, the teammate? Obviously, a lot of conversation about what his future is and uh, seems like a lovely guy from the outside. What did you get to learn about Saquon? Yeah, I love Saquon. I got to meet him in Arizona. I was training out at a place, Exos, where he was training. So got to meet him before I before I signed. And then getting to play with him, you see what type of player, type of man, what he is, what he does off the field. Uh, you know, he's up for Walter Payton Man of the Year. Hopefully he can take that home. I don't know if that's even been announced yet. But as a player, there's very few guys, maybe one or two other in the league, that can do what he does. Our offense ran through him the second half of the season when I was there. Um, so I, I'm very hopeful they get that contract situation figured out and he's back in New York. I think he's one of those guys that you want to put in the same category as an Eli Manning or a Michael Strahan. So hopefully he can make that happen. And what, was the pro- the, what was the Tommy DeVito um, experience like? <laughs> that was, you know what, me and Tommy have a great relationship. He went to Syracuse. I'm also a Syracuse grad, even though he, he transferred out and finished at Illinois but um, we started out in the practice squad huddle together. So I came into the huddle, an 11-year vet, and this bright-eyed rookie who, who wasn't had this swagger and confidence in a, even in the practice squad huddle going against our defense. And I would always joke around and just make, make light of the situation. I had never even been in a practice squad huddle before, and we had a great relationship. I would make sure we keep it light, and then all of a sudden – you turn around, he's the starting quarterback, uh, you know, on Monday Night Football or in some of these other games. And it was crazy to see his his ascension within the team. Guys loved him, guys respect him, and it's North Jersey, so the Italian plays, and he played well. So it was uh, it was something that I've never seen before. I, you know, I saw the rise of Odell Beckham. This was maybe not to that level, but it was it was entertaining to be a part of. You know, Justin, you sound like a, a a guy that really can get a sense of a room, and you you have relationships with with players throughout your career. You're a veteran. You've been around for a long time. So getting back to the Saquon thing, when he's so well-liked and so important to the team, but then the business gets in the way and the team plays hardball, how do you go through that as a teammate? Do you understand the business aspect of it, or how do you allow it not to get personal between what's happening in the room and what's happening upstairs with the front office? No, there's no way to avoid it getting personal. I've been through those conversations. Um I've had I've had tough conversations with GM. I had a tough conversation after the Bills game with Joe Shane. I was gonna I told him I said, Hey, we gotta get this contract done or or I'm I told you I'd only give you one game from a practice squad elevation. So I went through that and Joe's a great negotiator. The business of football is real. We play this game to make money. We play this game for the fans. We play the game for all those things that generate income. And I actually talk about this on my podcast, Net Worth. It's it's the reason I love football even more now because I understand the business of it. And Saquon has a has a hard task. He has to prove his value. There has been I've been a big proponent against running backs throughout my career. Like in terms of you can't pay them that dollar unless they're unless they're worth it. You look at Super Bowl winning teams. I've also been on the team anti paying the quarterback a certain over a certain percent of the salary cap is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm a fan of paying them, but not as much. But Saquon's one of those guys that you break all the rules for. He's the he's in that Patrick Mahomes category where you break all the rules and you give that guy a blank check, not a blank check, but you give him the money that he deserves. He's that talented, and the offense 
runs through him in New York. So I'm, I'm hopeful that gets done. But at the end of the day, Joe has to go out there and put a team together. And, and that's the tough part that players don't always understand. Justin Pugh is our guest. So, Justin, we opened the show today because Jordan Ronan, who covers uh, the Giants for ESPN, you know, was on our morning show today. He said he doesn't think the Giants are going to offer uh, Saquon uh, the, the tag, and he thinks that they'll just let him go and see if somebody makes an offer for him and they're willing to let him go. Does that surprise you? Well, that goes back to what we said the business of football. If I was the GM, Saquon would be one of those guys I'd want to get under contract. But you have to look at it in the totality. Is there another team out there that is going to pay him more than that tag number? And we've seen last year that teams aren't willing to pay that position right now. Um, there's a team in the Super Bowl that is paying their running back uh, the largest sum in the league. So that bodes well for the, the position. But we're seeing a transition, almost a correction. I, I do real estate on the side, and there's a little bit of a correction in the running back market right now. And it's just the nature of the business. If if those dollars aren't going to running backs, they still are going to players. Quarterbacks are getting it, your left tackles, your cornerbacks. So I think that it, it's an unfortunate thing. If my son was playing football right now, I have him playing left tackle and maybe not running back. <laughs> Now, you just became um, a dad of a baby girl. And so you went from off the yeah. couch, and now you're a spokesman for Love Sack. T- tell us how that happened. Yeah, so I've, I've been a fan of Love Sack since I first got into the NFL. Everyone knows Love Sack for the big bean bags, but I actually started coming out of the couch. It's, it's, they're called sectionals, and they have this new stealth tech where it's like fully hidden stereo subwoofer. They have cup holders, wireless charging. I mean, and these sectionals are almost like Legos. The funny thing was, I was sitting on a love sack the week before we played the Bills on Sunday Night Football, watching a game. So when I said straight off the couch, it really was straight off a love sack. And and I'm back into that right now, and I'm I'm back on the couch, and I'm back with my two-year-old, the two-week-old daughter, Joey. Are you getting any uh, getting any sleep? I am getting zero sleep. I'm finding out that you have to nap while she's napping. Um, I'm, I'm learning to change diapers. If you guys have any tips for me, I'm all ears at the moment. No, as they get older, only the, well, the, the problems become bigger, Justin. So get ready for that. Yeah, and it, I, and I heard the first ten <laughs> years are great, and then after that, it gets a little rougher. Now, is this your first? This is my first. Yeah. So do you do you feel different just about life and your career and the way you look at things in these past two weeks? Has it changed for you? The goal was always to have a picture of my daughter on the field. I got a picture with her and her mother's stomach on the field at MetLife. I would love to get one holding her. We just finished doing her her first photo shoot, and she's wearing a little Giants cheerleaders outfit in it. Um, I would love to get her on the field and, and, and have that picture and have that memory. So they say dad strength comes in as well, so maybe I get a little stronger from that. And it's something <laughs> that uh, getting a full offseason under my belt would feel great. Because this past year, you know, living in a, in a bar, in a, in a rented apartment, I didn't have all the – I didn't have my family here with me. I was alone. So it definitely was a, a unique season for me. So I'm looking forward to being with my family now, getting a great offseason under my belt, and seeing where things go in free agency. All right, let's, let's put you to work here, Justin, because you have your own podcast and net worth show. You have a real estate fund. But when you look at the Super Bowl on Sunday, who do you have winning? So this goes back to, I've talked about this, and Patrick Mahomes, when he won last year, was a quarterback doing the most with the least. And not to be disrespectful to the team, but he was making the most percentage of the salary cap and to win a Super Bowl. I don't think he can do it again. It's so hard to pick a guy against a guy like Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. I have to go with the San Francisco 49ers. They're the better team. 
but can a guy like Patrick Mahomes rise everyone around him? Uh, it, it'll be it'll be good to watch. But I'm going with the 49ers. I think they they win it. Do you ever think, Justin? You're you're so good at talking football. If you had just been throwing the football instead of blocking for the guy throwing the football, you could be good for like fifteen, twenty mil a year at Fox <laughs> or CBS. <laughs> yeah, you're really good. You know what? They still should give me a shot. I, I actually yes. had a, an agent reach me this this off season. He's like, "Hey, would you want to give it a, give it a go?" So maybe we still give it a shot. You know, look at Greg Olson. He's a tight end. They still he still had a. Oh, no, no, Justin, you're good. I, fu- I fully believe you can do this. I'm just saying you won't get the Brady money, but you could absolutely <laughs> do this. Not even a question. Well, guys, that's why I have to do the real estate on the side, so I can do this during the days and still you know, be around the, the game I love, but then on the side, do the real estate so I can make the Tom Brady right. money. Well, I, I think you're going to be all right, buddy. All right, we're going to help you out, Justin. We're going to help you out, all right? If you re-sign with the Giants, it. then sign on with us as a weekly. Yeah, it'll, well, it'll, it'll build up your chops for when you retire to get you into connect the, to like ESPN, it. and and we'd love having you every week to break down what's going on with the team. That's a good idea, guys. I would I, I would love it, and even if I don't come back to the Giants, I definitely want to come back on the show. Um, it, it, you know, we'll talk to Joe Shane. We'll put that out there into the into the world. Joe, we got to get this deal done because I need to come on weekly to the <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, congratulations on the baby girl, your relationship with Lovesack. We appreciate you coming on. It's been fun. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Justin. Guys, thanks a lot. Have a great day. You got it. Oh, that was cool. Don, it's sickening. Hmm. I was about to say the same thing when you said it. <laughs> it's What's unbelievable, Peter. I, yeah, I was going to say, well, you should be a weekly if you resign. Now, I don't know if he's going to be a weekly if he doesn't resign, but... If he's if he's on the Giants, I mean, a good talker. I think he'd be honest. And reading between the lines, guys, I, I have a I have a, a more secure feeling on what the Giants are thinking about Saquon. What and do I'll you mean? Tell you when we come, back. oh, tease. Oh, are you kidding me? Wow, you're good at this too. Wow. Mm. Hey, when I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and, of course, my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition even when the game goes into extra innings. I refuse to settle. Neither should you, no matter how hectic your day gets. Grab your favorite Bigelow tea. Take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea and join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. 
Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. The show, the Michael K. Show, will be live from UBS Arena this Thursday, February 8th, before the Islanders face off against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Doors are going to open at 5 p.m. They're opening up early, so you can come see us for fans to catch the K. Show before the game. Now, we're giving away eight pairs of lower bowl tickets, plus one pair of premium club seats at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. So please, when you go to the app, just scroll down to contest and submit your entry place is great. It's going to be a great game. And it's brought to you by the New York Islanders. Join the New York Islanders for some fun in February. Take advantage of special ticket pricing for upcoming home games at UBS Arena and be there for every thrilling matchup. So get your tickets today at NewYorkIslanders.com slash Feb. Slash Feb! Now who's calling that game? coming up in Feb. Who's calling that game for ESPN? Do we know? Because that's an ESPN vehicle, Michael. Uh, on the mothership. Is it, it Weasel Susan? Is I'm it saying it Weasel? If it's Bob, I'd love to get him on. Yeah, that gives us a that gives us a segment off. Oh. Sean McDonough's not bad either. No, Sean's good guest. And you know, leaves. Everybody loves leaves. Your boy leaves. So, <laughs> Anthony, try to find out who's on the call. I I don't I don't know. What if they would you be ready, Don, if they, you know, whoever it is, like Weasel Susan, car gets stuck on the Cross Bronx Expressway. They say, Don, we need you to call the game. Could you do it? Of course. I'm very familiar with both teams. There you go. You can't. You thought there was a chance, Don. There you go, Grossy. You thought there was a chance, Don wouldn't Gross. be ready. Come on. I'm kind of offended, you asked, Michael. But I get yeah. that you you wanted to build up the. Yeah, the he's trying. He's trying to set you up here to look good. Uh, to honor the tease, Michael. Yeah. Um, listening to Justin just talking about his negotiations with Shane. Which, is, which sounded like it was very bottom line. Like, Joe Shane is all business. Yeah, He's not getting caught up in any of the what you mean to the franchise and with the kind of guy you are. He's all about the dollars. Didn't care about Justin Pugh's story. You know, hey, he was great. No, nope, you know, we're going to get it done. The contract is going to get worked out when I want to get it worked out and for how much I want to pay you. Everything Justin told you, forget about thinking they're going to be rebuilding, do Barkley a favor, becoming a free agent, not putting the franchise tag on him. Listening to Justin Pugh, I'm convinced now the reason the Giants are not giving him the franchise tag is because they don't believe Saquon Barkley's worth $12.5 million. Which I can't believe. I mean, but, listen, I I'm wrong? not as big a fan of Saquon on the field as others are because right. I think there's a lot of like no gain, no gain, no gain, 63 yards. I get it. But I think he's a very good right. player. And at twelve and a half million, when the top running back makes sixteen, and you're only on the hook for one year, it doesn't make sense to let him go. Doesn't well, make sense. I don't. I don't disagree. But am I wrong about my assessment that Joe Shane is a bottom line guy, and if he doesn't give him the franchise tag, all he's saying is I don't think he's worth twelve point four five, whatever the uh, the money is for the uh, for the franchise tag. I'm not paying a guy a dime more than I think he's worth. I don't think he's worth that. That's what um, he's saying. Real quick, guys. In, in Peter was right years ago news about, about the future of television. 
Have you seen this, Michael, this headline about the latest in sports? No, tell me. Tell me. Uh, tell me if you see anything on this, Anthony, anywhere. I, I'm reading on the, on the Twitter vehicle, Fox, Warner Brothers, and Disney are set to launch a new sports streaming joint venture in the fall. Ooh. Who's having put, a, who has a joint venture? It would put ESPN, TNT, and Fox Sports on one app, according to this. Ooh. It's kind of like a national app, like what might happen with Yes and MSG. You know what it feels like? What's that? The future. Cable. Feels like cable. <laughs> it just feels like cable again as we uh, get closer and closer. Um, Michael, uh, the, the team broadcasting Lightning Islanders on uh, Thursday. Yeah. Butcher Gras, Messier, Subban. Mm. You take any of those three, right? Well, Subban will give us a, a, a segment off for sure. Hi, PK, how you doing? You, Boom, you know what? That's, that's 12 not, minutes. You, it's really that's not odd. inaccurate, but it's not nice. But don't you think, Don, it's Well, I'm not odd. saying it in a pejorative way. Sure you are. Sure no, I'm not. And, no, no. It's time. Let's, let's, let's lift things up here. <laughs> Michael badmouths people who talk a lot, but the opposite is a guest where you're pulling teeth. It's a nightmare. Don't you I'm not bad about it. You guys easy? are taking this wrong. It, maybe you're delivering it wrong. Maybe You know what? Maybe I'm just a hack and I'm delivering it wrong. I love guests like that. I love when you say, Bob, how's the back of your belly? Boom, Bob! he goes. I love it. That's a great guest. All right. I'm and, just being clear. And Messier, like Messier. Messier is Messier. At, but he's also at UBS when they open the doors. There could be a riot, which, which makes for good radio. Why would it be a riot? Islander fans don't love him. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, a negative riot. Well, there's no. Well, for good for radio, would be no. There's only positive riots. I think people would listen. And and and, and Butchie's good. Yeah, I'm a big Butcher Gross guy. Yeah, well, we'd have to get him some chicken parm. He's the only one on the earth who likes chicken parm more than me, or maybe the same amount. Yeah, well, then yeah. Well, I guess Ray Ferraro. That's where it all came from because that's the only thing Ray Ferraro would order when he was up in Bristol back when ESPN originally had hockey. It's the only thing I order at Italian restaurants. I, I order it at a diner sometimes. You know, what about a nice spaghetti and meatballs? No, it's too many carbs. Spaghetti is a plate of carbs. I know chicken cutlet has like breadcrumbs on it, but it's not the same amount of carbs as a plate of spaghetti. I love meatballs, but I don't think meatballs satisfies me for a meal. If you had to, though, and you're like in your low-carb world, you could do a meal of meatballs, no? Yeah. yeah. Like a bowl of meatballs? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, Easy. no, I love meatballs. But Yesterday. no one had ever come close to making meatballs like my mom. My I told Nancy you the Mike does. Breen story, right? Go ahead. Mike Breen, when we were you know, students at Fordham, came right. over to my house for dinner one time. Mm-hmm. And my mom made spaghetti and meatballs. And, Mike, and Mike's going to come on in about 10 minutes on the show. He never looked up from his plate and was humming a song <laughs> as he ate the meatballs. Wow. He was like in, in like another world. Oh, Mrs. K, this is... Un- he's a big uh, Jethro Tull fan, so he's probably humming Aqualung while he was eating meatballs. You think so? Mm-hmm. It was it's something we talk about all the time. He just loved those meatballs. And now he's married to Roseanne, who makes great meatballs. So, you know, you, you speak things or hold well, things into well, listen, existence. I, I'm glad we now know this about your mom's meatballs. Yeah, because obviously we couldn't have taken your word for it, but now that we're hearing it from a, a person with human taste, that's right. actually something. <laughs> Why do you something. want to take a shot at me like that? It's, it's just not a shot. It's so obvious. It's, it's just truth. Fruit. 
Well, Mike Breen and Walt Clyde Frazier, 25 years together, will join us when we come back. So stay tuned for that. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. String together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Chiefs, Niners, the choice is yours. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code EMPIRE. The crown is yours. You must be 21-plus, physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sports. Sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text OPEN-Y 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.